Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Kidding Aside podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Bartelzi. This is the podcast where we talk to women who are moms, non-moms, women who have decided they don't want to have kids, women who don't know if they want to have children. Um, I'm really excited. Today, we have an amazing guest. We have Madeline Donahue. Uh, she's a Toronto-born actor and playwright. She's married to Jeffrey, also an actor and director, and they live on the Danforth with their two preschoolers and a giant lazy greyhound in a messy, too small house. Hi, Madeline. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And uh, Madeline's actually joining us uh, via Skype phone call because I really, yeah, I really wanted to have her on this podcast. And because she's a mom to uh, a three-year-old boy and a two-and-a-half-year-old girl, she obviously couldn't find time in her schedule to come in and chat with us. So we're going to do this over Skype. You're in the library, I understand. Is that right? Okay. Yes. I'm having a little the library now that I have as I mentioned a too small house full of two children and a dog the library is my favorite place because it's all it's all nice and organized and clean I'm just laughing because the library should be a quiet place but it sounds like there's a construction site going on in the background yeah, yes, you know, it's also the reference library. Okay, okay, well, that explains it. That explains yeah. it. I, I was picturing you in a cute little, you know, library somewhere in the uh, in the Danforth area, but uh, yes, you're in the reference library. That's a whole nother thing. Whole nother thing, yes. yes a whole it's nother one of my world. favorite places. It's good. Lots, lots going on there. Um, so just, just tell me, like, what was your last 24 hours like? Like, obviously, you have a, you have a crazy life with everything going on. <laughs> what, 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 tell me, like, a, or a typical 24 hours. What's that like? Right now you know there's different phases always my husband and I will say well you know we'll go through a few weeks of a kind of good phase with the two of them where they both seem to be pretty sane and our schedules aren't too crazy uh, but it never lasts a few weeks and then there'll be a few weeks where no one's sleeping and someone's sick and you know we both have four auditions a day and it seems unmanageable and then that never lasts too long so it's hard sort of hard to pick an, an average day but the last 24 hours for us was uh a lot of crying. There's always a lot of crying. Not uh, and is that you crying or the kids? No, 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 the kids. <laughs> They're just very. We went on a little. Uh, we went away for ten days, and I'm sure you know this from talking to other moms. And just going away is delightful with kids, but then it they just totally misses them up. Coming back it takes them a while to get back into the routine, and so they're. We're a week. We've been back for a week now, and you'd think they would be back to normal, but they're still all over the place with sleep and okay, trying to yeah reaccustomed to their schedule, right? Yeah, like they can't. As soon as you change something, they're like, "Well, this is my life now. I'm just gonna travel." And- <laughs> my my life is by the pool. Yeah, and they can't accept the return to daycare, and so there was some tragedies going to daycare this morning. Uh, the getting dressed process is always tragic too because they want to just hang out and Aww. you know. Was it was today their first day back at daycare? It was not. No, they went back mid in the middle of last week. But yet, you know, just it's as soon as you drop them off, they love it. It's fine. They don't want you to pick them up at the end of the day. But it's a funny thing. I kids just wanting to be home. Our home is not that exciting, as I mentioned. It's messy. But every day, they think maybe today will be the day that they can just stay in their pajamas and watch Paw Patrol. Oh, they just want to hang out with Mama. Yeah, and like Mama's not even that fun. I know. I think it's oh, just, just the escape from the norm. It's like us. Like we love calling in sick to work. We love playing hooky from school. It's just doing the thing that you're not supposed to do. So that was it. Was a bit of a dramatic morning. And, uh, where Where did you guys go? Where was your vacation? Oh, it was. We went to Hilton Head, South Carolina. 
Oh, nice. Okay. And but during the time you were away, it was it was awesome. The kids were great. They were having a fun time. It was it was awesome. But uh, but it's also I feel like I'm still adjusting as a parent to the fact that you know because we haven't had many of them that vacations are not really about me now. They're not really for me. Like so. You know, I guess quote unquote, it was it was awesome to get away, but it's a lot of work too. Okay, and now and now you need another vacation. And also, whenever we vacation, vacation with other people, because we were with Jeff's in laws, who are wonderful. But of course, you know, you kind of have to keep the kids in line as mm-hmm. much as you can and keep them from wrecking people's things. So it's wow. So it's, okay. I mean, you and your husband, uh, you're both working actors. You're both in the, uh, in the theater world. Um, your husband's Jeffrey Pouncent, and he works all the time, yeah, all the t- is my understanding. That's what, that's what it appears. He's a, he's a very talented man. He's working all the time. And, you, and, and you're working, are you back into auditioning and acting and everything? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been doing as much since uh, Rosaline was born, but, um, you know, I did a lot of, as we all did, touring and kid shows and and little fringe shows and things for no money for years yeah. and years and I loved all of that but this so I've had to had to turn down a few things since then but um we've been pretty lucky my parents are in town oh okay so that's a yeah that's very helpful yeah I just did a show uh at the factory deceitful above all things and then I'll be doing a show this summer but definitely there's been longer stretches between shows and- I'm, I'm curious what show what show are you doing this summer Oh, it's a show in uh, at the Port Stanley Festival. Oh, beautiful Port nice Stanley. Madness. It is beautiful, actually, yeah. So how does that work? Like, when you're going to be going away to do your show in August, um, do you bring the kids? Does your husband look after them? How does that, how does that work? I don't really Are you know. Haven't, you haven't figured that out yet? <laughs> no, well, I, I went there before, and the first time I went, I brought my daughter because she was four months old. Um, and we, I spent an entire paycheck on a babysitter, a uh, delightful, very young babysitter. And uh, she, but I was also lucky that I had a super supportive director. It was a small cast. The baby was able to be in the room quite a bit. Okay. Which was, you know, one of those things that sounds lovely <laughs> going into it. The director was so supportive and we thought it would be fine. And, but babies are not. It's really not easy to have a baby in the room. They're not, what do you mean? They're not meant to be at rehearsal? Come on. They don't, um, they don't agree with your break schedule. And they don't, so we had so to, they, they don't like the blocking choices. They don't. They yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I ask because, as you know, like I, I don't have kids at this point, and I'm you know sort of on the fence. And one of my biggest, um, I guess, fears or worry about having a children is like, you know, it's so hard to maintain this uh, theater career as it is being, you know, a non-parent. And so I'm wondering, like, how how yeah, how do you find that balance? Or I'll also ask you another question. Um, do you ever feel resentment at all because you can't take on every project? Uh, no, I guess I sometimes think it's a little, <laughs> it's a little easier for me than it is my husband because of the fact that I'm not, I've never had to turn down anything that I was dying to do. Like this show in the summer is summer just, is just you know, just be something fun and I, I let him know that I did really want to do it partly because I grew up in Toronto. Any chance to get out of Toronto in the summer, I will take, but Absolutely. I'm, so I'm, nice. I'm yeah. not having to turn down like, you know, I'm not playing leads at Stratford <laughs> so it's I think sometimes it would might be a little bit harder for people who were working more often who had these really busy careers and but my career's kind of always been 
some of my own work and some self-producing. Yeah, and yeah. You've done you've done a lot. You do a mix of stuff, though, for sure. Yeah, and that, and that has been easier to balance. I, you know, I'm not having to turn around these huge contracts that would ever make me a ton of money. So it's in, in most of our choices have been based, especially since the second child was born, on whichever pays more obviously in some cases that that ends up being more often than not my husband's contract will take precedence over what I'm doing it doesn't we haven't really been able to do many things at the same time so it often just is which one pays more you know we've had to turn down a couple of theater contracts because he'll get you know seven days on a movie which is really that exciting because it's you know seven weeks of theater versus seven days on a film set but you know you have to make that choice Financially, financially. Yeah, so you have to make these choices now based on uh, what's best for your family, I guess. Yeah, but then I think partly why I'm not resentful is, for me, I think it really helps that he's an artist as well. So we trade off, like when I'm in Port Stanley in this summer, he'll have the kids almost full-time here. They'll come to visit me on weekends. Okay. Uh, him, he'll be taking on a lot of the parenting load there of the dog as well. So although I may have to turn things down sometimes for him to take work, it's always come around. So he's on dad duty this summer. He's uh, he's taking a break from uh, from the theater. He'll be taking a break, and then as soon as I'm done my show, I will be taking a break, and he's going to do a show in Scotland. So we're kind of trading off. Uh, in so Scotland? <laughs> yes, yes. And then we'll go visit him. Oh, okay. Is the whole fan? Is that the plan? Is the whole family? Uh... It is the plan. Of, of course, we were all going to actually go for the whole time, but then I decided I wanted to do this theater contract here, so I'll do my contract, and then we'll go visit him for a few weeks. Is he going to do Edinburgh? No, he's going to do a show. I can't remember the name of the company. It's called oh. Damned Rebel Bitches. Um, it's about women in the Second World War. It's a show that he developed with this great company in Mull, on the Isle of Mull, a few years ago. And it's been, as is always the case, a long time coming, you know, looking for grants and funding to make the production happen, and they're finally doing it, so they're touring. They're touring this wow. in Scotland. That's exciting. Okay, so sounds like you have a great summer. You get to do a show, then you get to go travel and watch your husband do a show and bring the kids and get a trip to Scotland. Yes, which may, I mean, it sounds, even to me, you say that sounds really fun, um, but it's always a bit of a guessing game. Will the stress load be so much? That it's a- well, yeah, the, the packing and the traveling and all of that, I'm sure. Yeah, and I mean, even financially, it doesn't. it's not the most responsible thing ever to do. But it'll be fun, and sometimes, as parents, we have to. We also make choices based on that, just because otherwise, you know, we will go crazy if we just, you know, that thing of like, I'm going to take the summer off and just do TV and film and be here and wait. And that, that always happens. That always turns out exactly how I want it to turn out. <laughs> it doesn't ever like. I find that no fun at all. So we. I know. I remember last summer was the first summer I stayed in the city. I was like, I'm going to stay in the city for the first time in eight years. And then I stayed in the city and I got like no work. And I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't fun. <laughs> not fun. No, you know, just sitting at home in August. And my husband's like, it'll be great that you're home this summer. I'm like, you are at work every day. You don't see me anyway. And I'm just at home miserable. That's it. Which when I was on my own, when it was just me, I had more opportunities, I think, to like, I would go to the island for the day and I would see my friends and I would do all these things to add fun to my life that... Now, it's, you know, I have so much daily, just low-level stress with the kids and responsibility that if I don't 
some of my fun involves getting away with them. And, you know, I don't have as many outlets for fun. Okay. But I'll tell you, even having outlets, like last summer, that's what I thought I was going to do. And nope, I still stayed at home and, and cried about my <laughs> career <laughs> and that I wasn't anywhere doing a show. So, Of course. Well, I think I said to you, like in, the, in our little Facebook chat, when we were talking about doing this, I don't actually think... I don't want to make, give the impression that I think my life is harder now in any way, because on one hand, you know, that financially in some ways it's harder being an actor, but, but I also have the, a husband who's very supportive, who does the same thing. So as I was saying, we, we trade off our schedules. He can do dad duty if I need him to, he can pick the kids up from daycare if I have an audition at five o'clock, but, and, and, and on the other hand, the kids also add, of course, so much hilarity to our lives that it does help alleviate some of the, you know, the loneliness and the, the, the stress and just the self-centered. Life. Yeah, no, it, it sounds like you guys have a very, a very good balance, you know, and um, just, just for any listener, for any listeners, like you and I were having that chat because, you know, we were trying to schedule this because I really wanted to have you on this podcast. And obviously with your schedule, you're so busy, you know, not only auditioning and doing all those projects, but being a mom. And then I'm always like, crazy busy doing a million just artistic projects and it was hard to balance our schedules even though I'm not a mom but you were saying you know I admire you women that are able to do all these projects and you're busy and crazy in your own way you know and then us moms just have another crazy hectic schedule right like it's yeah like I mean I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the fact of the age we are or something but I don't really think like when I look at my my female friends without children they're no less busy than I am you know, they're doing, they're doing, they're producing their own work. And it's not, I don't see that they actually have any less stress really in their life than I do. It's just different stress. Say, well, in some ways too, and I think depending on if you have a partner to, whether or not you have a partner to share that with, it can also be, it can also be really difficult friends I have. I mean, for example, the number of friends I have right now trying to pay rent in the city and living on their own. That's something that I don't know. Oh, that's, that's just a nightmare. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, I don't, I can't even like comprehend, you know, single moms that do it all on their own. Like that, that's just, they are the heroes to everyone, you know? I mean, as even me, even now, I can't imagine, and I did this for years and years, being a single, single woman and trying to be an artist Mm -hmm. and not having someone who can, you know, if you can't pay your rent that month, someone else there can buy groceries and and someone to come home and complain to about crappy auditions, all of that. It's yeah, hard. no, I feel very fortunate. Cause my, you know, my husband's not in the arts, but he's super supportive, and he just, you know, he he keeps me balanced, and he is able to help me out in that way. And you know, and I, I and yeah. as you were saying too, like when I was single doing it, I was completely crazy. Now I'm, you know, still <laughs> half crazy, but not as insane as I was when I was on my own. But I, I do have to say, I remember um, another friend of mine who's a, an actress, and uh, she actually is a single mom. She said once, once you have a child, you just have to be that much more organized. So I think, you know, that's one of the things I've thought about. If I had a kid on top of this, like, you're forced to make these crazy, um, you know, kind of neurotic schedules that you have to stick to. You've got a child to feed. You've got to, like, be there for bath time and everything. Whereas because I'm on my own and I don't have kids, you know, like, it's okay if one night I'm like, I can't make dinner for you, honey. We're having toast. I don't have time. Right? But you have to be that organized. You have to be on it. Yeah, you do. And I mean, I, and I'm not necessarily the most organized person. So, I mean, it doesn't mean, I think I thought it meant that I would like get an agenda and write lists. And I remember talking to a mom before I had kids about how she did it. And she said she plans 
and she's an amazing mom. She plans every dinner for the week and all the groceries. She plans it all on Sunday. She spends Sunday afternoon doing all of it. And I thought, okay, that's what I'm going to have to do. That's what I do, obviously, to make it work. Yeah. And I don't do that because it's just not my personality. And I really just want to go for walks in the park on Sunday. And it might be better if I did. So again, I'm definitely more organized now than I used to be, but it's everyone finds their own version of that. Yeah, there's that. A, well, there's no book on how to do it, right? We, we hear this a million times. There's no right way to do it. I, I think I, I'm sorry, I think I'm cutting you off because I keep sort of losing you. I'm hearing bits of what you're saying, so I may be interrupting. Um, but I th- I've told this to a few people recently. I think I thought that when I became a mom, I would somehow take on or just discover this newfound responsibility and these new organizational skills. Like it would just <laughs> come to me somehow. So it was a bit of a both a shock and a relief when I became a parent mm-hmm. to realize a few months in that I was really exactly the same person. Like I wanted to see the same people. I enjoyed the same things. I had the same interests. I didn't, the only big change in my life was that there was a new person. <laughs> like, oh no, that, that's good to hear because I always think that that's one of the reasons I'm thinking, oh, I should have a kid because I'll just become this magically super organized person, you know, yeah, but uh, maybe that's not the I, right reason to do it. <laughs> Not, I mean, I didn't necessarily, I'm, I'm more organized now because I have to be, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I also think I thought I would just maybe naturally become nicer and kinder and more patient and, you know, I had definitely have more empathy and, but it's, it's like, it didn't turn in, turn me into this, this like beacon of, of motherhood in the way. No, still the same person. You just have two bodies to attend to at all, yeah, I'm the same at person, all hours the same of the day. Shit, the same problems. So which actually was a bit of a relief. Oh, okay, that you know, I'm not. I can look in the mirror and still recognize myself. And and yeah. Did you did you always know you wanted to be a mom? Like, was that always something you wanted in your life to to have children? Um, yes. I mean, I think I always said that I did, but I don't know. Looking back, really, what those that statement was based on. I mean, you can't really know, obviously, until you have them yourself what it's going to be like and and of course what it's like depends so much on the circumstances that you end up having them right, right. But, but some women really like they know at an early age I want to have children you know like I never had that hunger for that yeah. and I'm still like yeah. you know as I'm still approaching this age where I really need to make the decision I'm still a bit <laughs> like oh, I don't know if I want to but I've never had that longing yeah. so I'm always yeah. but there's some women that are like oh I've known since I was eight years old when I played with my doll I was going to have kids so were you one of those women or it just you and your husband both agreed you wanted to have children yeah I think that was a big I think actually that was a big part of it I would never say that I knew I always knew that I liked kids. I think most of that just came from the fact that my all my summer jobs and all of my Joe jobs in high school and growing up was involved kids. I was always a camp counselor and I had a ton of little cousins, so I was always around. So, mm-hmm. so I said, yeah, yeah, I like I like kids. That's they're nice. I hope to have them. But it really wasn't until I met my husband, who also who did really want kids, that I sort of went, you know, let's go for it. And I felt confident that that was the right thing for me, but. You know, when I was 25, I think, if I had been home, Is that how old you were when you had your first child? No, no, no. I was 33. Oh. Oh. But I mean, I think when oh. I was 25, okay. saying, sure, I like kids. If I had met someone who wasn't really into the idea, I don't know if that ever would have grown into the conviction that it was the right thing. You know, yeah. I, I would yeah. never say that I knew. Okay, because, yeah, that was always my thing. I had to be with a partner, you know, uh, that was open to having kids. But then, 
you know, and even my husband now, when I met him, he was completely into having kids and now he's kind of changed his perspective, but <laughs> at least, at least the, the person had to be open to it. I didn't want to be with someone that was like, absolutely. I must have kids or absolutely. I don't want to ever have children. It had to be like open to either way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think sometimes, I mean, yeah, my husband was very into the idea and had always had been, and that really helped to make me more confident and to push me towards that certainty. I do think mm-hmm. it would be, I don't want to say it would be tough. How do I know? It's not my experience. But if I had been with someone who really didn't want to, although obviously someone can come around, yes, does happen. The fact that now that we actually have them, the fact that, he, you know, now I know how hard it is. Uh, and he's, the fact that he's 100% on board is largely what's helped me to have maintain a career and maintain my sanity and my mental health. I think if one person is not as into it, I mean, if I had been with someone who was not really into the idea, didn't want to, I don't think I would have, because that's a really hard, I think that would be hard road to travel. Okay. Well, no, that's, I appreciate you saying that. Like you really have to know that you want them, you know, and both you and your partner, if you're going to do it together, that you really want them. Cause if you're kind of already on the fence before or thinking, I'm not a hundred percent sure if I want to do this, you know, then once they come, you might be like, Oh fuck. I knew I was. Well, especially the first few months, like the first six months are so hard, but I think even- everyone says that <laughs> everyone tells me that. The funny thing though, that I think I didn't realize when people told me that about how hard it is, is that it's, and this is the stuff I think that people don't say because it's not as trendy or it's not as cool or maybe it's just more vulnerable to share is that it, they were so hard those first few months, but I also didn't expect that I would have the the crazy love, the crazy baby love that gets you through it. Which yeah. you can't really to someone, but it's, you, that it, I, I had this whole new excitement and, and of course some of it's just hormones and so did my husband. And again, I think if one person doesn't have that, and you can't share that those positive mm-hmm. emotions with each other as well, then the negative stuff would be, I think, really tough to take. And of course, I don't know, people do get through it. Okay, I know people keep telling me that the six months are so hard, but then again, it's only six months, right? Like, in six months flies by like that. Well, I'm not, even, not even, I mean, it's not actually, like, it does progressively get better, even after the first few, I would say after the three first three months, it's, you know, it gets better and then it gets worse. and. Yeah, it's it's or, never it's, it's never not, easy. It's ups and downs, right? And yeah, it's not six months of the same kind of hell, at least. <laughs> okay, <laughs> changing so. Really selling it to me there, Madeline. Know, really selling it to honestly, me. I found like, you know, whenever we'd have a bad couple nights, I think, is this my life now for the next two years? But then you'd have a couple nights where that weren't so bad. So, I mean, it's everyone's experience is different. Of course, some people have babies with colic and or different health issues that make it harder. But I, I did, I absolutely found it bearable because it was never the same. It was always changing. So, you know, one night they'd be up seven times a night, but then the next night it'd be one time. So that then I, you'd always get like a little bit of relief. Again, I just think doing it on your own would be, I kept thinking throughout it. And my husband too. He sounds like he's like, amazing and he's full on right in there. Yes, yes. Which definitely in those first months really really helped I think a lot of women do a lot of that on their own because they think their husband's working all the time and um, mm-hmm. we were lucky again this quote-unquote lucky in a way that neither of us were very busy at the time with work so Jeff was able to help me and take a lot of that the night wakings and a lot of the craziness on so what, what's the biggest challenge that you face like being a mother and also trying to still maintain your career like well, what, what is the biggest challenge haven't ever really thought of that. What is the biggest challenge? Um, I guess I would 
this is a really boring answer, but I guess I would say one, of course, is fatigue. is just learning to go on less sleep now. Um, but because I was always like an eight hours a night person and very into, I would have my sleep and I would do my workouts and I would do yoga and I was very into my health and, and all of that. And I had to just relax about all of that and accept that that's just not my life anymore. But that's manageable. I guess I would say the biggest challenge because of the fact that our situation, I guess what makes it different than others might be the fact that we're both artists. Also specific to the fact that we have two kids now would probably be financial. And it's, it's. I mean, we're lucky to own a house, which is wonderful. And, and we have my parents in the city to help with babysitting, which is also amazing. We also have a subsidy for daycare, which is the best thing in the world. And I will tell every artist I know about because it's otherwise. So, no, I was going to say, did you get that because you're two artists? Is that? No, it's just a, it's just a based on your income. Anyone can get it. It's, it's actually not as hard to get, I think, as a lot of people think. It's they have different levels of subsidy depending on based on how much you make. So it's the thing is you can't be you have to be working. It's basically the program is for for parents to be able to work to make more money. You know, it's not like for so that you can stay at home. Um, but even with for thinking, how do people manage it with auditions and you know? But we have our kids in a in a an amazing licensed daycare center that they love, and we can drop them off anytime between seven a seven thirty a.m. and six p.m. And we don't we they go for much shorter days, but it's flexible. It's so we don't when I have an audition in the middle of the day, it's totally manageable. But it's so, daycare is so expensive. You know, I also the the challenge of daycare is that I always laugh at this as well. Is that even though I don't have a child, I should just be enrolling my child for daycare because I understand that it's like a four five, four or five year waiting list, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, get yeah. your to get your child into this. Um, and do you drop your kids off? I know you said not these long days, but do you drop your kids off every day, and and that allows you to still do your your art? We do, but I mean, the nice thing is we can drop them off. They basically just have to be there for two hours a day for it to count as a day. Um, so sometimes we drop them off late on at noon. Um, they uh, and and I must say it isn't actually we didn't actually find it as hard to get into daycare as we as some people said. I think it's hard to necessarily if you have a specific daycare you want to get them into that can be tough. But when it actually came down to it, when we found out we got the subsidy. There were more options available than I thought. Oh, like okay. I, we weren't able. Yeah. You know, we were lucky. We got the one we wanted. But if we hadn't gotten that daycare, we would have gotten into, there were home daycares in our neighborhood that were available as well. And then, you know, you can switch them to the one you wanted. So, but, um, okay. Okay. So, so it's good. It, it all works out. Like you're home with them yeah, sometimes think, you can drop them off. <laughs> I honestly think with parenting that people love to, I don't know, I guess because we all spend a lot of time on our own with our kids that we love to broadcast our suffering and talk about how hard it is. Come on, let it out. This is your plan. Let it out. But some parts of it are not actually nearly as hard as I was led to believe. That being one of them, like our daycare struggle and search for the right place was not that difficult. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, but anyway, the, the, I think that how we got onto this was talking about the my biggest challenge. And I would say, even despite all of that, I would have, honestly the biggest challenge is looking it's being confident in our financial future it's not the day-to-day finances because we've been we've managed it so far and we've been lucky that it's been okay and we've you know we haven't really had to worry but thinking about like well we have to move at some point and how are we going to 
You know, it's really important that our kids travel. And how is that all going to happen down the road? I don't know. Well, it's two artists. And I mean, you guys are both very successful, but that's what, you know, talking earlier, like if I didn't have my husband, I could barely survive on my own, let alone have a child, you know? So, uh, you know, that support is crucial. But I mean, I have, I have, we all have money worries all the time. So um, I can't imagine, like when I think about having a kid, that's one of my my fears of like, how would I, how would we afford this? But at the same time, other people are like, telling me I know people far worse off than I am and they're like you just do it and you make it work and it just somehow comes together it's like it's like I'm sure you're the same as as an actor every time I really freak out about money I get a check in the mail and I'm like yes thank you I forgot I forgot about that right so oh just got a funny way of working out and people kept telling us you know as soon as you have kids you'll start getting work they kept telling my husband as soon as you get kids then you'll get your tv series that didn't exactly happen but yeah. you know it is there's still time though there's still time, <laughs> still time. Huh. I, but it's true that i mean he has been quite fortunate with some other things and and i mean i think actually that for us the truth of that was that was just that because we suddenly had to uh we worked harder really you know and we are i tell people i'm an actor because it's the simplest way to put it but I also do like I do some teaching as well but I don't necessarily I mean I don't want to say that I don't love to do it but it's hard you know we yeah my husband does a lot of teaching as well things that maybe before we would have said no to in favor of a fun fringe show or something but now if the teaching pays more we'll do the teaching oh yeah see I I, I teach so much and I, they're just all yeah. my kids you know like that's that's how I that's I have a million kids because I work in schools everywhere yeah. you know and um those are my children yeah <laughs> and I mean that's a great if you can keep doing that that's yeah. and uh I mean I enjoy it as well it's just I find it with my own kids at home and then also teaching the oh. energy output is so Oh, see that I can't imagine because when I just get home after a day of teaching, I just kind of like my child is like my bottle of vodka, you know, like it's it's so exhausting. I know. Yeah, but I mean, that's the kind of stuff we started doing after after. Yeah, you've got to you've got to find ways, right? And we did we did just find ways. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you because you think you're being negative. I don't think you're being negative at all. But like, what 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 do you love about being a mom? Oh. um... I mean, there's lots, but again, I think I think we were more people are a little more reluctant to share this stuff because it's more sensitive, and also because I want to very aware now as a parent that everyone's everyone's journey and emotional journey is so different that I think it can be tough for some people to hear. Oh, it's so much, and they're so wonderful, and if they're struggling, you know, because everyone's struggling at different times, and when you're struggling, you, the last thing you want to hear is someone else talking about how wonderful it is, and how, so we're all very careful. Like, I, I, I love when I hear a woman say, my kids are fucking driving me up the wall. I'm like, there's honesty. Thank you. Yeah, and I mean, they usually are, but uh, but I think what I love the most right now, if I was just thinking about the mm-hmm. recent weeks and months, would be just how often we laugh. I mean, our kids are they're just so funny, especially having two. I mean, two is so different than one, but there's so much more hilarity in my house right now. Like, so many naked bums running around and so much hilarity. Oh, that makes it so much better, I'm sure. You have a good time. It's so funny. And they're, and they're one of my other favorite things in my life right now is it's my little happy thought. I always think, like, you know, man, if I had to fly, and that is, is the fact that they get along so well. That they play together, and they're old enough now to, to really enjoy each other and watching them play is the best thing ever watching them teach each other like read stories to each other i mean they can't read but watching my okay. older one sh- explain all his toys to the little one and she just so, you know 
Yeah, essentially, it sounds like they don't need you, Madeline. They're just good, just the two of them hanging out. No, and this is a very recent thing that we were hoping we'd get to, but, you know, when they're little, they don't really know how to play together. So it's really just the last few months that this is developed and it's and so now i can see some freedom too like freedom to make dinner and not have people on me and freedom Someone. to maybe go on a vacation one day and get to like have a glass of wine and not have mm-hmm. to deal with emergencies because that's like they're starting to entertain each other yeah do you guys get date nights still do you and your husband find time for yourself just the two of you to get out we do, and they're getting to be more more fun. You know, at, at first date nights are kind of stressful because you're always waiting for the call from the babysitter, or you you know you can only go out for a few hours because of breastfeeding. Or, but uh, but yeah, now it's they love my grandparents. I mean, they love my parents, their grandparents, which helps a lot. And uh, yeah. we're also lucky we haven't gotten had to deal with any real separation anxiety. That, you know, I think that can be tough too if you're having to leave them with babysitters all the time. Some kids don't like that, so yes. we do. Yeah, and I we do definitely make that a make that a priority and 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 do you think you're done like two kids that's it is there is there future plans yeah another one i I must admit like you were asking me the thing that i like and i didn't of course again this is the thing we don't say also it is nice wonderful just experiencing that much love how much you love them and Mm -hmm. i actually get they're so hilarious when they wake up in the morning. I do get excited to go in and see them. The first thing they say is always hilarious. So I think, well, wouldn't a third just be more, more of that and even better? But so I, it is tempting. You know, I like babies, and it is tempting to add to that fun, hilarious mayhem. But yeah. we've just had to accept. I think that well, I've accepted anyway. My husband <laughs> came to this decision a while ago. Does it, would your husband have more? Or, or he's no, done. No, no. He was, he's done. done. And I he's finally done. accepted. I think that it would be. Two is enough. Two is enough. And really the simple answer is just it's a really good thing right now. It works. Our lives kind of just barely work. And I don't want to make it any crazier than it is. Uh, just let's not push it. Like, yeah, yes. we got lucky. Yeah. I feel it's working. Let's just, you know, and we're also not like we're older. And I'm, I mean, we're not that old, but like, but we're tired. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm, I'm tired and I don't have children. I'm tired. All, you know? Um, so, and I know just, just sort of to, to wrap up Madeline, I know you said your, your own fears are sort of, you know, financial worries and stuff, which I'm sure you guys are, you know, that's, that's what's kind of on everyone's mind, but is there something specific yeah. you were, you worry about your child for your child? I don't think I, maybe not, this isn't the case for everyone, but I <laughs> like pretty much every day worry about them dying in some terrible way, which is, I mean, that sounds ridiculous, I know, but I'm a bit of a worrier with that stuff, and I, that was a surprise to me, becoming a mom, that I would, you know. The extra anxiety that it adds. Yeah, like, every time we're outside playing, like, I'm just waiting for them to run this into the street and get hit by a car. I mean, that's just, you know, I keep that to myself, and I keep it under control, and as they're getting older, it's also a little bit easier to manage now that we can communicate more clearly with them, and, but it's, but it's, it's interesting realizing that they also never leave. That they just right. leave. When they when they're seventeen and they go and travel on their own, right? I don't I don't know if you'll be calm. Yeah. No, and I and my parents were not calm and or they pretended mm-hmm. to be calm and now I get it. And it's I find that hard accepting that, oh, I'm always going to and that's partly just my personality. I think I'm always gonna every like every time I read about someone getting cancer. <laughs> Oh, I think we all have that a little bit, you know, even I, I have that every time, you know, I'm always thinking with myself, like I, oh my God, my elbow hurts. What does that mean? What does it mean? And now I have these two other little people to worry, to about, worry that. about. Yeah. They don't care. They don't think about yeah. any of that. And so it's, 
that's not fun, but, but it's just, it's manageable. And, and I know your, your children are so young, but do you hope they go in the arts? Is that something in your husband being both actors that you, you hope that they'll, you know, follow your path or do you hope for, (laughs) they'll they'll go down the medical path? Uh, I mean, I'm probably neither. I would say, uh, I just really, whatever they want. I mean, I think so much of that for every parent is based on their own childhood and what you hope for with your own children and your own career path. I mean, we're both happy with the careers we chose, but I mean, if they do go down that path, I would hope that I want, would like them to discover it on their own very late in the game. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. not like, I'm not, there's no three-year-old drama classes going on. There's nothing. Yeah, there's, there's, they're not auditioning for commercials yet. No, no, it's just, and it's not even so much that I think it's a hard life a hard profession for me right now it's more just about I don't and this is also having grown up in Toronto with a lot of you know theater in the country growing up I don't think it's I personally don't think it's the best world for kids to grow up in you know on tv sets and and auditioning and, and even like even the dance world you know I went to like sign my three-year-old up dance classes at the dance studio the other day and I was completely creeped out there's all these pictures of little girls with makeup on and oh that was me that was me yeah and i mean <laughs> three, three to 19 years old i was in that dance world you know i mean when they're when they're yeah. a little older that's fine but right now i feel like they're going to discover that later on i don't yeah. need to i don't need to introduce that to them yet so it's so if they decide my hope would be you know if they want to do that they decide that in college and then they go and i would not want them to decide that based on you're not going to push them into anything yeah and i don't okay. want them to, to get I know as a kid, I remember thinking theater and acting was all super glamorous. So I'm determined that they don't get that from us. <laughs> and, and we know how that all turns out, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, the fact You're at the reference library and I'm in an old classroom and we're recording a podcast. This is super. <laughs> so the fact that they don't really understand what we do for our jobs, I think is totally fine and normal. And I'm, I mean, they like to go to plays. I want that yeah. to always be a part of their life because there's so much wonderful theater and music in Toronto for kids to enjoy, but to, for them to, I'm okay with them not understanding that that's a job. And yeah. I, I, many parents feel differently about that, but. Okay. Well, you know what? That sounds like that could be a whole nother episode of like, you know, uh, yep. pushing your kids into extracurricular uh, hobbies versus not doing that or letting your child find uh, their own path. But uh, I, I do have to, I have to wrap this up. Um, you know, you, you've been so interesting to talk to. You've got like these, this great outlook and great perspective. And you, um, you know, it's amazing that you can juggle it all. Auditioning, still being able to work in theater and film and TV and have these two wonderful little people in your life. Um, so next up for you, I guess, is the play in August. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's always the, right now I have a bit of time, so I'm working on the writing stuff that yeah put aside for a while but uh but yeah it's my mom my husband's auditioning a bunch so it's i'm doing a lot of mom stuff right now okay and you guys are making it all happen and you're finding the balance so it's a fine it's like teetering yeah it's working right now Okay. Well, you're, you're very inspiring. You're you're someone that's making it sound like it is doable. You know, like being someone that's not in that world. In in that world, I know um, you you seem to have a, a really good balance with it all. And I know you've got a lot of help and great people around you. But uh, you kind of sell it to me. You know, you make you you make it, you make it sound good. I must admit, we didn't know that we have all that before we had kids. I think we just sort of thought we know 
will work somehow and you in our case anyway this was for us to just have them and then we figured out how it would work afterwards yeah yeah Okay. okay. Well, 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 I look forward to like seeing what what's next. You know, yes, or, uh, for you as well. and uh, I want to thank you so much for taking this time to uh, to chat with me, and um, all all about still being a, a working mom in the arts with a husband who also works in the arts and having two kids. And um, you know, you ha- it sounds like it's it's a lot and it's a crazy life, but it's also a lot of fun. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you so much, Madeline. Have fun uh, in the library and enjoy uh, p- picking up the kitties later at daycare. Don't don't forget. Not, I won't forget. Yeah, that would be me. Um, OK, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Crystal. Take care. OK, bye. And thank you so much for listening to All Kidding Aside podcast. That was our guest, Madeline Donahue. If you want to reach out, ask any questions, leave any comments, please reach us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. That's been our podcast, All Kidding Aside. I've been your host, Crystal Bartelzi. And if you like what you're listening to, why not go on iTunes and subscribe? And you can even leave us a review. Five stars would be amazing. And if you want to get in touch with us with any comments or questions, you can reach us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.